Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Team Human is an ad-free listener-supported project made possible by teammates like O. Rokio Carey, Jeff Green, April Roberts, Martin Mraz, D. Fairhurst, and hopefully you. Just go to teamhuman.fm and click on support to find the others who gain access to our Discord channel, my paywalled medium posts, archives of my collected work and conversations, and participation in our live Team Human salons in the Kibitz Room. See you there. You're on Team Human, Conscious Intervention in the Machine, an opportunity for deep healing from our collective traumas by learning to operate from collective sensibilities. It's easier and more natural to be in this thing together than to maintain the illusion that we're in competition. I'm Douglas Rushkoff, and I'm on Team Human. Playing for Team Human today, comedian, world healer and the voice behind the interstitial podcast deep healing my friend greg barris there's people that are exceptionally good at just existing and being and interacting and doing extremely normal human things artfully and gracefully those people have a lot to uh, lot to share greg is going to share the open secret to collective healing laughing together it's time to intervene on our own behalf I'm Douglas Rushkoff, and we're all on Team Human. I've been reading a whole lot of the recent hype on Web3 and virtual reality and all that lately, and I feel like we're getting something about virtual reality profoundly wrong, and that is that it's not about the simulation. It never was. It's about the way a simulation can create an excuse to connect with other people in a more profound way. As I 
listen to the many descriptions of Web3 environments in which our virtual selves are supposed to do fake rave dancing or trade NFTs, I'm struck by how far such visions and applications are from Terrence McKenna's first thoughts about virtual reality back in the 90s when he said, you will literally be able to see what I mean. And all that all that came to mind for me as he said that was was some form of dancing that my avatar might do, something like a bee dancing in order to communicate the location of pollinating flowers. But I came later to understand what he meant. I guess it was a decade later when I was shooting the PBS frontline documentary, Digital Nation. We were filming, or taping, I guess, a segment at USC's Institute for Creative Technologies, where their director for medical virtual reality, a guy named Skip Rizzo, he was using VR simulations to treat PTSD among combat veterans and getting surprisingly good results. So for the show, we decided to put me into the simulation as the the patient so we could film how it worked while I was experiencing it firsthand and explaining the sensations to the TV audience. And the simulation, it was used mostly for vets who'd been exposed to an IED or an ambush while driving around in Iraq. And the patient would would sit in a chair and put on VR goggles and then describe the scene to a psychologist who was running the simulation. So the vet could say whether they were in a Bradley, a Humvee, or a tank, which seat they were in, and whether it was day or night and so on. Then the therapist would make the appropriate selections and build a simulation. The rig, it could even generate the particular smells of different parts of the world in various seasons. So I figured I would go all in and use a devastating car crash I'd survived in the 1980s for my simulation and stored trauma. So I was in the passenger seat of a regular car as my best friend drove us east through the desert toward the Grand Canyon. And Skip, he dutifully recreated the scene. You know, I said, he's had brown hair, I said, from the driver's seat. And he would go like this. And I'd say, yeah, but shorter. And then he just had it buzzed. And he goes, how's this? And he changes the haircut. And I go, yeah. And then it was around 4.30 a.m. The sun wasn't coming up, but the sky was getting blue. And and he recreated the exact sky. And then I said, well, there were some juniper bushes and cactuses at the side of the road. And he called up a bunch. And I was like, no, not that many. And then he made them more sparse. So he was he was incrementally building the exact scene I had been in. And once he had the scene right, I told him about how the accident happened, how we both fell asleep as the sun came up, and then he went off the road into a tree, and I told him all the gory details, and he managed to recreate them. And we would go through it again and again until he could get it exactly right, and the spray of the windshield glass, and my dead best friend in the exact position in which he ended up. And yeah, the, the virtual reality, the sights, the smells, the ability to look around, it, it was gripping and, and evocative. But, but the healing, that was really, that was something else. It, it was that Dr. Skip Rizzo could see what I meant, what I had lived through. His willingness, his human willingness to sit there and patiently build the experience step by step and look through his 
own monitors at the things I was seeing and had lived through. It was that human connection that made the VR worth anything at all. If I had done all the describing to a, to an AI, even if the AI could render a more granular description of my trauma, it wouldn't have meant anything at all. No, it healed me because Skip was there. He knew. I knew he could hear me because he listened well enough to build the simulation for me. And then he witnessed what happened as I went through it again. I wasn't alone in it anymore. And that was profoundly healing. This is because trauma isn't something we can we can attempt to metabolize on our own. Sure, we can we can try to shake something off the way a, a squirrel shakes off a near miss with a car on the side of the road. But our our deep wounds, both individual and collective, they deserve empathy and connection. Without the sharing, an experience is merely sensational. It's like like sex without the vulnerable shared space of staring into each other's eyes, that sense of total exposure and total acceptance. That's the part that touches the soul. The VR, that's just the means to an end, the medium for the interaction, not the simulation of an interaction. The simulation of my accident It wasn't occurring primarily between me and the avatar of my poor dead friend, Stephen, but between me and the other living human being in the simulation. The extent to which this technology will succeed for anything beyond an isolating form of amusement park ride will depend on developers' ability to resist the temptation to build high-resolution simulations for individuals and their willingness to accept that virtual reality is not a path to the next dimension, but a way for us to find our way back to this one. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm glad to finally introduce you to a great friend of mine, comic intellectual activist and psychic healer, Greg Barris. He's been involved in a lot of selfless but huge interventions, such as creating a program to divert thousands of pounds of used coffee grinds every week to energy regeneration, and teaching people how to eat better. He's also been a great supporter of early comic talent through his New York-based variety shows, and he's worked with folks like Reggie Watts and opened across the country for Tig Nataro. But most of all, Greg is a stealth healer, as I'm hoping this conversation will convey. 
I thought when I saw your work the first time that I saw you really do it live, it was at, uh, it was this thing called Heart of Darkness in uh, Brooklyn at this, some weird place. Union Hall? This bar. Union Hall, yeah. And I had foolishly invited these kids who were, st- I had just started with this company, t- a Code Academy. I was like this kind of, programmer reprogrammed inspiration for this young company. And I invited them all out to Brooklyn. And it was like, they did it as like a, you know, one of their startup events, but they were like, some of these kids were like, ah, uh, what is this? Where is Brooklyn? Where are we going? What's happening? Where is we're in Brooklyn? A you know, yeah, well, you know what I mean? They fresh were, they tech were kid imports, fresh tech kit. Exactly. And, um, but we go to this thing and I'm seeing this event that you're doing. And I was like, Oh, he's not, a comedian he's like a stealth buddhist teacher or something like somehow like you were doing this thing then called uh like i forgive you where you'd ask someone in the audience to like volunteer like something awful that they did and then you'd run up and like hug them and forgive them and it was like really sweet and i was like oh wait a minute this is a joke but it's not a joke you know what i mean yeah exactly (laughs) And I, I was thinking, I'm the only one who sees. I'm the only one who sees. <laughs> I'm that there's a, this is real spiritual healing. This is not a joke spiritual healing. Or it's both. It's both. But when you start it, are you thinking, like, I'm a comedian who's going to do healing stuff and and spiritual openings? Or I'm a spiritual guy who's going to use comedy as the medium through which I stealthily transform the world. How nice of a story to think like, ah, I'm thinking about becoming a comedian and I'll become this spiritual funny man and I'll use my <laughs> wisdom. <laughs> I think I, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Let's just say that. No, it's just. <laughs> when I think about the evolution of your, of your work, it's like, what you're saying is that you may, you know, kind of started out comedy, just doing comedy and trying to make people laugh and 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 develop a career and all. But then eventually you started to integrate the comedy and the work with sort of what was going on in your real life and it's kind of the spiritual development you were having, and then maybe peppering the work with it and seeing, oh, this kind of works, and that that as if the comedy and the rest of your life could be all kind of part of the same thing a sort of integrated uh, uh you know single effort at at being funny and being healing and spiritual and you at the same time you try to become a better performer and you start hopefully thinking and following and listening to people that are really good and understanding them in all art forms uh, everything and there's these through lines where people are trying to be open and vulnerable and let this flow state happen and incorporate all these things that are happening. It's like, I know lots of good things that can be used for this moment. And that's an elevated version of myself, which it seems that that path can bring some emergence forward. That's you. That's real. That's wisdom or whatever you want to call it. Very funny, very amazing, really great to look at or listen to. But when you Go and learn about these people. Even when I met you, you were doing that too. It's like, there's the things that you've done in your life. You're writing about those things. Those things are informing the next steps you're taking. And music is a lot like that. The more I learn about music, 
and from musicians that I'm really into that are incredible. You talk to them or read about them or learn about them. And it's this flow state of letting something happen, participating, being possessed by the other, possessing the other. Uh, and it goes back and forth and fluctuates and fluctuates till it's just looks like there's no fluctuation at all. And you're just flowing nicely in this, but is happening in the background, you know, which is kind of what they say yeah. about reality. Like our particles are, are blinking in and out of existence 3 trillion times a second. So, you know, just tune into the blinking. It's, you know, portrait of the artist as a young man. It starts out it you, you start doing it for a certain reason. And then, you know, you start bringing forward way, you know, a, a much deeper sense of purpose. It's meeting people that are doing it. It's meeting people mm. that can help you and show you. And it's not like, oh, I need to go find a teacher or a guru. It's just the people right next to you have stuff, you know, that's really good. And listening to the things that are happening and the people around you to really inform all this good stuff. There's so much good stuff. I've been lucky to be have a lot of access to a lot of good people that have really helped me. And people can say something to you and having taking criticism skillfully is really helpful. Right. So there'll be like a time when like someone like Reggie Watts or someone will see one of your sets and go, you know, Greg, one thing you might want to try, you know, <laughs> like, or, yeah, that kind of moment or just being with someone and observing how that a moment went. And it was like, that was really interesting. And or, or having a conversation with someone about these things, like seeing mm. the way someone, how do you practice? How do you play your music? Watching someone play music, watching someone do a set and seeing the way they moved and how confident or not confident they were. These things just, there's a lot of knowledge transfer and just being physically near someone and observing and hearing them and letting someone help you in that way. Listening to music can, a lot of information can be transferred. Of, that's not just yeah. like, oh, this song. It's like, wow, that idea, this, this movement, the talent that went into that the practice like oh the breathing oh the way they're postured the way they're moving on stage the you know the calm in between even if you're taking it in even without observing it consciously it's still there it's like i think a lot when when these a lot of schools are asking me about oh bringing technology to the classroom and having kids on the ipads and all and i'm trying to tell them so much of what happens in the classroom is just the students observing the teacher. What does it look like when a person's learning or discovering or thinking? <laughs> you're doing this your whole life. You know, you're, the way you talk to people and communicate is absolutely programmed and informed by the way your parents were arguing in front of you, how they touched each other in front of you, how they interacted with each other, and then how they interacted with other people when you were out. And that's their argument style, their defenses and insecurities they're bad things and they're good thing you're just learning it by like looking at mm -hmm. them it's like oh i'm mad so i've seen people be mad this is how to be mad you know i'm uncomfortable this is how you act when you're uncomfortable or i'm very comfortable this is how you show affection you know so seeing other people do it really well can show you how to do it really well right i know it's like really it, it to borrow from uh, Hillary Clinton, it takes a posse. You know, it really. It takes a what? It, it takes a posse. You know, it takes it a ta posse. You know, that's what Team Human was all about. It takes a team. You know, you really, 
got to do this with other people. Everybody, you know, especially in America, we get this sense, oh, I'm the master. I went alone into my into my office or into my thing and worked and worked. And uh, it's like, actually, that's not how you're going to get it. No, surround yourself with incredible people. You probably have a lot of incredible people around yourself already. And, you know, they say, surround yourself with people better than you. And it's mm. like, yeah, sure. And then, then you become as good as them and sometimes better than them. And then you're all peers. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, surround yourself with better. Everyone's better at something than you. Don't worry. Whoever, you know, <laughs> love the one you're with. Because chances are, you know, there's, there's, you're just not, you're not uh, uh, listening hard enough to hear their wisdom. Yeah. There's people that are exceptionally good at just existing and being and interacting and doing extremely normal human things artfully and gracefully. Those people have a lot to, uh, yeah, a lot to share. Right. But they're not the achievers that you might be thinking they are. Well, they're achieving some, some, something else, greater thing that's, you're not going to get a trophy for. The thing that I I got interested in, why I wanted to call you now was that it, it was this new project you've been doing that this um deep healing deep healing which is is and I I don't even want to try to understand the actual intent of of how this is supposed to fit into the the podcast yeah. ecosystem because I've I'm totally confused. They're these tiny little podcasts, but they're know. like supposed to be interstitial a thing. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> I I I right, you'll figure it out. Um I'll play them. Look, um, I'm often I'll put them in my years team, human ahead, feed. Which is a problem. So okay. see. Apparently, yeah. Oh well. But they're really cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the first one so people can hear what these things are. Indeed. This is Deep Healing with Greg Barris. I saved a bee today. He was covered in mud, drowning in the shallow waves of the beach. I scooped him up in my hand. I took him to the concrete and placed him down. I scraped the sand mud from his wings with a leaf. I dripped fresh water near his face. He began to breathe. He began to drink. He slowly dried in the sun. He stood up. He cleaned his face and body. And he was gone. Don't be afraid of a bee. A bee wants pollen. A bee wants to drink nectar until it's intoxicated and passes out drunkenly covered in pollen, nestled in a datura flower, dreaming of exactly the moment it's currently in. A bee is living in a psychedelic love dream. A bee is not vibing. Is the 
take a deep breath in and let out everything that's not meant for you. Breathe in and breathe out. Just let go. Your words matter. You matter. Your contributions matter. Your voice matters. Your creativity matters. You matter. You are so important. I'm alive. You are alive. We are alive. When we live, you live, we live. You are not your dead phone. You are not your shoes. You are not your cellular provider. You are not your data. You are not your searches. You are not your mother's Netflix password. What you are doing is right. What you are doing is interesting. What you are up to is the thing to be up to. Get that in your head. What you're saying, what you're doing, you have all the answers you need. You are the thing to be. You've been listening to Deep Healing with Craig Barris, brought to you by Newman Media. Now say out loud with me, I am healed now, and healed now, and healed now. All right, so that's, you do like, uh, even from the beginning, you do the deep, so I listen to that and I think, is this a satire of some spiritual thing or is this some spiritual thing? And then I'm like, wait, is it both? So it's like, this is spiritual, but you don't really believe it's spiritual because it's kind of funny. But then it kind of has this message of you really are okay just the way you are. Just chill, breathe. It's good. This is the same message that I've been trying to convey about kind of lived experience and just the moment to moment experience of reality is so instructive. And ultimately, even the threatening things are so potentially soothing or healing or, you know, it's it's like each one of these. I mean, you've got like there's 10 of them up now, I think. You know, there's the B, there's one on hygiene, yeah, which is I think really funny. 10 or 12 or something, and nine yeah. maybe. Burrito yeah. magic is a really funny I mean, people should go listen to these. They're fun, but they are uh, entertaining and they are like medicinal or they're healing. They're, they're, um, I guess the best word I could think of is they're calibrating. They're calibrating. You know what I mean? I, that's the thing. I walk around in this uh, um, dysregulated state now. You know, it doesn't take a lot. It takes one headline or one tweet or one Elon Musk invention or one AI intervening on my will or one AI designer telling me I don't have a will is enough to throw me off. And then this deep healing is something I couldn't go to a deep healer and be deep healed. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, please. Yeah. The fuck off. But this I can do because it's short, it's funny, and it may not really be deep healing. I may just be having a good time listening to a little five-minute podcast. No, it's uh, it's medicine, you know? Right. It's real true deep healing. But in the it, it nice, easy way. But you know what I mean? In a way that I don't have to um, – I guess what it is is so many of the things that we do, we have to kind of make ourselves vulnerable as a prerequisite 
to taking in like, oh, here's the smart white male guru guy who's going to tell me this complex holographic fractal reality chaos attractor at the end of time omega point sense made thing as long uh, uh, and you got to listen for three hours to something that you don't even understand by the end of it. All you know is that these guys are smarter than you and maybe you should take some nutrients and buy another book and do a lesson plan and fly down to Costa Rica and do ayahuasca with this dude. It's a good point. And that I'm not in for that trip. <laughs> but this is, is just the low commitment required. It's, a, it's an invitation. It's just, a, you know what I mean? It's an invitation, not a commitment. You know, there's no cult I have to join. It's a micro podcast. Yeah. There's not even a podcast. It's not even a podcast. It's a micro something. It's the world's first micro something. Welcome to the world's first micro. It's a micro. Micro. Yeah. The micro for the metaverse. On <laughs> on places where you listen to stuff. All of them. But the, the work you're doing, the iterations of the jokes and the responses, and particularly because of the kind of jokes you do, that is the alchemy of looking for... You know what I mean? Looking for the secret handshake, looking for the, what opens them, what opens their hearts to this yeah. other way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love when I don't, I'm just like, I agree. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> I'll take two I'll of those. I'll take two of those. And uh, here's a link. <laughs> no, but right. it is, it's this. All these people, all these other Dugs, should we name other Dugs? Or is it putting you, is it putting you like, am I doing the thing where no. I'm stroking your ego? No, other Dugs. I mean, it's it's good because then it's not just me. But there's other, all the people in your life. Well, just the other Dugs in my life and the other uh, wizards of, <laughs> wizardesses I've read about. You know, the Maria Sabinas and Robert Anton Wilsons and Alejandro mm. Jodorowsky people and. And then the people that aren't dead that are still around. Well, I guess Jodorowsky's not dead. He just doesn't return my calls. Dead to me. Or maybe I'm dead to <laughs> He him. doesn't return my tweets. <laughs> but there's a lot of, if you listen, there's a lot of stuff in there. And it's just about, I'm not exactly sure, but it's just about creating an environment and an, uh, an atmosphere and uh, letting yourself be possessed by the person and possessing the person and participating and flowing. and and things in that moment of okayness and letting your guard down so that the other person can let their guard down and then ha <laughs> but it doesn't have to be yeah. like a complex thing it can just be like oh the way you said hi to me was nice when you bought a coffee for me at the coffee shop you were we had a cool that was really interesting moment we had Right, which is why when you say it, which is true. I mean, it doesn't have to be Robert Anton Wilson or or Alexander Jodorowsky or somebody or Alejandro. It it, it can be um, anybody. You know, anybody listens to someone else, makes the connection, and that transforms the whole damn thing. You know, when you think about the people that have made that effect on your life, a lot of them are. It was that guy with the newspapers, you know, on 14th Street that was there in the morning and changed my day. Yeah, it's a deep listening it's a deep looking it's uh, you know this idea that if someone just approaches you you're you have all these things that kind of go off that are oh this is uh, all this other stuff this other programming and 
you know, you're in an argument with someone it's, and you're being defensive and doing all this stuff. It's like, well, where, what is all that? That's the way you argued as a kid or how you heard your parents argue. And then it evolved into this and then that. And it's like, if you can, and it's not easy. It's like, you go underneath all that and just remember that other people are doing all that too. So just giving people, okay, they're just doing the thing. Let's get, how do I get them to get past that and see that I have their best interest at hand? And maybe it's even saying that to them, you know, or something. Who knows? It's difficult. Yeah. I know. You used to also do, maybe you still do, kind of more like explicit, socially good work. Like you were really into like coffee grains for a while. Remember there was this, you had this plan and it was for like a really great business that would, or nonprofit even, that would just collect the coffee grinds from all these coffee bars and then turn them into biodiesel. Absolutely. <laughs> and this would work, right? It's like we could power like ships to Mars on this shit. Well, here's what's happened because of this unknown comedian is that every month two to six tons of used waste coffee gets collected by New York City waste management and it's taken to the anaerobic digester eggs in I believe it's Queens and that's those big silver eggs and that waste coffee gets used to turn into gas which helps power something like thousands of homes in New York and that just happens because you know to toot my own horn I got real involved and like got in there so it can happen. And what do you call up city offices and say, dudes, there's this here. And then call up restaurants and say, dudes, just give this there. And it was come up with a system. It's still not what it should be because it's all these people want the money. It's like, just do the thing. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you just fall ass backwards and getting involved. And then you call people and you call people and you talk to people and you talk to other people. And then maybe some piece of it will happen. And that piece happens, which is cool. And I'm proud of that, okay? I know. And that's not on Wikipedia because I'm not on Wikipedia. <laughs> so if you're listening and you want to put me on Wikipedia, please do. <laughs> I know. This could be a whole biopic just on that. There's somebody who the lights are on because of your coffee. The lights are on? Your grind, your grind scheme. Yeah, my grind scheme. Grinding the scheme. The <laughs> Greg Barris story <laughs> about that one summer. <laughs> Yeah, but it, I remember you were banging your head against the wall trying to get people to listen. I remember. People listened and then bailed and listened and then bailed. And it's still something. Look, here's the thing, people listening. You can power New York City completely for like 80 days with just the coffee grind. So think about that kind of energy. Get it. Do something with it. I'm tired. <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> You could certainly make enough energy to make the coffee with the Definitely. Beans. You can have a perpetual cup of coffee going. Here's right. something else about coffee. You can double extract it, all right? If you're making a French press and you did a whole French press, you don't throw those grinds away. Just put more hot water in there, mix it up, and use it again. Maybe a half, half pot. <laughs> Blowing minds here. You heard it. You heard it here first. Whole pot to half pot. Whole Can you pot. go half to quarter after that, or you're kind of done? You're playing with the devil's candy at that point. <laughs> I'm going to risk it, my friend. I'm going to risk that. 
Well, shoot. So what's next? Where should people find you next? I guess first I want people to go listen to all 10 deep healings. Just do one, one. I like them in the morning personally, because they inform the day rather than most podcasts I use at night to go to sleep, but I like it before, you know, it, it changes the, the tenor of the day. So do that. It's a great morning meditation. Yeah, it is. It is because you it meditates you. You don't even have to do. It's like the, one of the, what are those apps that people use that like meditate you, but you have to like sit and close your eyes and stuff. This one you could do while you're, well, if you're not electric, you can brush your teeth while listening to the thing. Tidy your room while listening to it. I think there's even an episode about tidying your room. Exactly. Yeah. I don't actually. remember. You know, I was well, in a few part of it. when yes. I recorded all these. But yeah, I know there was hygiene, which kind of involves that too. All right. Well, I love you, Greg Barris. I love you, Douglas Rush. I love you. I love your work. I love your play. I feel healed deeply. Me too. This was healing for me. Thank you. Yeah. I hope it's good. Thank you for your lifelong healing energy. And you for your more recent healing energy. (laughs) (laughs) You got it. (laughs) No, you were never a fucker. You were always nice. I was never a fucker. I was always nice. You know. Can yeah. I put that on my tombstone? <laughs> That'll be my quote on your book. And your book. He was never a fucker. He was always nice. I like this quote. I'll take it. Thank you, Greg Barris. Thank, thank, thank you. And thank you for being on Team Human. You can find out more about Greg Barris and his work by checking out the links at teamhuman.fm or searching for Deep Healing on your favorite podcast service. Team Human was produced by Joshua Chaptelin and edited by Luke Robert Mason. Our opening theme is from Fugazi's Foreman's Dog. And the closing theme under me right now is from our brother Mike Watts' album, Hyphenated Man. I think I'll be back before Election Day, but if not, please go out and enjoy casting a vote. And remember exactly what it feels like, just in case you need to tell your grandkids someday what it was like. I'm Douglas Rushkoff, and you've been on Team Human, our last best hope for peeps. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 